Hello and welcome to GIST Radio. We are a casual radio station where we broadcast when we have something to say. GIST stands for Getting the Shit Together, and we broadcast important interviews and information for artists and creatives of all kinds. For more information on GIST, please log into our website at www.gyst-ink.com, where you will find free resources, software, and publications for artists. You can email to let us know what you would like to hear about at info at gyst-ink.com. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, listeners. Thank you for lending your ears to just do it today. I'm Kara Tomei, your host, and uh, what I do is find artists who have embraced the DIY approach to diversifying their studio practice, and that to include uh, programs or projects or spaces that are open to the public. So it could be artist-run space, a collective, a project, whatever form it takes, a business, as long as it's artist-run and it's uh, being done by artists who are uh, working artists who are hybridizing their careers to include this kind of thing, then I'm all about it. And I look uh, online for people. I, I'm in Los Angeles. I go see a lot of things. And um, I love Facebook because it really works for me. And I come upon things there all the time. And that's actually how I came upon my next guests, who I, I became aware of a space that they started called Ms. Barber's. And I asked uh, two of the founding members, Kiki Johnson and Dustin Metz, to join me on uh, Just Do It to see um, how, why, how, why, when, where, all the good stuff of why they're doing Ms. Barbers. Um, so I'm meeting them for the first time here, too, which is kind of fun, makes for a lively conversation. And so I'm going to welcome Kiki and Dustin to the show, and we're going to get talking. Hi, guys. Hi. Hey. Hey there. Okay, so thanks for joining me. I'm really curious to know all about both of you and the space. Uh, unfortunately, I haven't been to it yet, but I really want to, and I will. <laughs> I know you just recently had an opening I wanted to come to, but, you know, what can you do? But I will. I'll, I'm going to get there because I'm excited to see it and to meet you two. So, I again, I don't know much about you other than a little um, website searching, and, and I want to know, I always ask, people first to ground it in, you know, talk about your art, you know, what do you, what do you make, what do you do? And then, because that's, you know, where this all comes from is being working artists and then moving into, I guess for you guys, kind of like how you met and how you all came together. You two of four founders with a few new members, I see. So yeah, just curious about how it coalesced. Um, so that's a lot right there. So let's just start with Kiki. Uh, tell me about yourself. So who are you? Where are you from? What do you do? Well, um, I'm originally from the East Coast, and I moved out here for undergrad to go to CalArts, and then I was here for a while in L.A. and um, really enjoyed, like, all the artist-run spaces, but then I left, I left L.A. for back to East Coast for grad school. Um, that's where I met Dustin. Uh, we didn't go to grad school together, but we had similar, similar friends, similar friend groups. Um, mm -hmm. And then while while out there, we Dustin and I kind of both realized we wanted to be in LA after grad school, which is very rare for uh, I guess for like everybody on the East Coast, everybody's moving to New York, and we were like, let's get let's move 
moved back to LA. That's where we came. Like, oh, you defected. You defected to to Los yeah. Angeles, <laughs> the West Coast, so yeah. far away and different. I love it. Well, yeah, okay, definitely. go ahead. We're like, let's go west. Yeah, um, and so, yeah. Um, so uh, we're we're both. I'm a, Justin will talk about it in our practice, but I'm a painter. But I'm also doing like performance work. Um, and then I did a podcast as a piece called The oh, Show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, but mostly, okay. like, I really, really love painting. That's kind of like where my heart is. I like experimenting. But that's how Justin and I really like. I think became friends because we'd hang out, and I mean, Justin can talk more about this and talk about painting and how much we love like. Um, we love painting and how our friends should be like our friends who make our great paintings should be like being shown. Um, yeah. That's, yeah. So that's, that, that's part of where you just started the kernel. That's the, the kernel of why you might've, might've started the space. So I, you know, after we get Dustin kind of chatting too, I'm curious to, I want to know about this East coast, West coast, kind of how are you feeling about coming West? I mean, you know, I, oh, by the way, a little side of Mikel Arshin as well, and also have New York undergrad. So it was like a little bit back and forth uh, as well for me. And I mean, LA is just, it's, I, you made the right choice as far as I'm concerned. I mean, it's yeah. amazingly fabulous here. So I hope you agree. But, <laughs> but um, Dustin, so you met in New York and you um, tell me a little bit about you and then, and then the going West part. Uh, so I'm from uh, outside of Philadelphia. And I went to, to undergrad at Tyler School of Art around there and spent some time in Philly afterwards before going to grad school at Rutgers. And like Kiki said, we, we have a lot of mutual friends in common. It kind of happens a lot in the in the grad school community where, you know, we all come from different places but have friend groups that kind of start overlapping, which is really, mm-hmm. really great. And, um, yeah, I, I – uh, I didn't want to move to New York, which is like he, he said, like, uh, you're not supposed to say that. <laughs> um, and, and oh, I don't, oh, don't friends... do that to the West coast. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I, I it's okay. Who had lived in uh, LA specifically Anton Lieberman, who was another co-founder of Miss Barber's. And I had visited him a bunch of times cause he went to grad school out here. And every time I was out here, I just, it just felt right. Um, so, so afterwards I just, I made the jump and, you know, it was Kiki and I have another few friends who moved out at the same time. So it wasn't totally blind coming into LA. It was, you know, having some people knowing some people already, which is vastly helpful. Right. Like you, you got in your covered wagon and the group of you came all the way here. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> how how long ago was this? How long have um, you been here? For, It'll be four years for me in okay. Uh, October. Okay. Yeah, and the same for you, Kiki, around that time? Okay. Yeah, and, like all right. Months after. Okay. So it, it's been a chunk of years. You're, you're, you're used to it. And um, how did you, just quickly, not too long because I want to jump in and doing this space, but, you know, uh, I'm sure you're happy being here, but could you articulate uh, maybe, Kiki, something that you are seeing in L.A. that's really exciting and kind of that, um, you know, that, that making that move are you are you still happy are you what do your friends think i'm just this east coast west coast thing is a little a little interesting <laughs> well i yeah i'm still happy i mean it's definitely i think uh getting to be a harder city to live in because i've noticed that like yeah. more people from new york are moving here and san francisco mm-hmm. so i feel like mm-hmm. the city la that i knew right after at an undergrad is very it's very it feels very different it feels like mm-hmm. i felt like and this is like in early like 2007, you know, there's more like 
I just feel like more open and more space. And I'm, I'm starting to feel like I can see the space getting smaller, but not in a bad way. It just, it can just see the city change because all the other cities are getting pushing people out because they're getting too expensive. Um, but other than that, like I, I love the fact that like Dustin and I and all of us at Miss Farber's can like do a space and like have a great like have a great location and it'd be welcomed so easily. I think that's you know mm-hmm. would be harder in New York. Um, I mean, I okay. haven't tried to start based in New York, so I don't know. But like that's we have we got such a great like art community just right off the bat, like opening the space that welcomed us, um, which is really yeah, wonderful. It is- LA is definitely supportive. I mean, my show is all about that. And I, there's never a shortage of, of, you know, artists being able to do this. And, and it's really kind of an exciting area of the art world for me. I mean, I'm all about it. <laughs> and um, yeah. so I'm glad that it felt easy and, and, you know, and doable and that it's being embraced. That's wonderful. So, okay, Dustin, talk about, you know, where did the kernel come from? Let's start a space. And how did just the first few steps uh, happen to make that happen? Um, so Kiki and I would, would go to openings together, um, a bunch and, you know, we, we saw stuff that we liked, but, you know, we'd kind of come at the end of the day and just, and be in the same conversation where we thought, wow, well, this is cool, but we have so many friends, especially on the East coast and in LA that aren't showing that are making really great progressive interesting work and there while there are more and more spaces opening up you know we didn't see them getting the opportunities that we thought they deserved so kiki would you know kind of always say to me like hey you know we should start a space and i said no way that's way too much work i don't want to do that <laughs> and then um and then eventually um the space opened up right underneath my apartment and behind my studios that um okay. just was too good of a deal to not take. Um, mm-hmm. That and, was serendipitous. And yeah, it was. It was. It was great because <laughs> we got it yeah. really cheap, and it's really close to me. So it's you know I can kind of you know getting here is is um, for other people it might it might take a little <laughs> bit of time, but since I'm here, it's it's, it's really easy to have that uh, barrier, you know. Right. Well, it was meant to be then. It was just, just handed handed to you in a way. I, I love it. And then you got a few other artists involved. Are there four or seven? Like how many how many artists you consider in this? I, would you call it almost a collective of yeah of artists that are mutually running the space? How does it work, Kiki, with having members and who does what and kind of working that logistics out? Um, well, it's actually really great. It's, we it started off with four of us, and now we've expanded to. Um, add some more people, but the, we each, t- it's, it's, we each have an idea and we like collaborate or like, we'll be like, I want to curate a show. Um, so I curate a show, but then I open up to the other members there being like, well, this is my idea. And if you want to like have any artists in mind, that'd be great. If you like have any ideas, like what, like, for like, um, like I've had like Dustin come in and help me like install stuff. So it's very like, collaborative in the way we work but it's also very like independent too um at least for like how we like program stuff uh, which is great and then we um kind of just like split up like responsibilities for like the, the tasks the tasks of running a gallery so people some right. people write emails some people like you know help with install deinstall um and then it all changes too so it's not just 
set. Not one person's always doing the install. Um, so we definitely, I think it's more not like a co-op where we like schedule like Dustin has this day and I have this day. It's way more of a collaborative like conversation and fluid between like a yeah and fluid. Mm-hmm. how we work and Dustin, yeah. Dustin uh, do I mean this is always something that like you know people are interested in and I am um, uh, talking about money um, to the four of you split the rent I mean how do you pay for this space how do you function as a space is it a are you thinking of it as a nonprofit or a do you sell I mean I'm, that's just a piece that that I like to talk about yeah <clears throat> so it so it started out as four of us it, it was um Kiki and I, Anton Lieberman, and Becky Kolstrad, and we all ran the space for uh, about a year, and then Becky had to leave because of other stuff, and so we took that opportunity to three more people to come on to kind of split the rent even more and have, you know, more people involved in in the space since it was going so well. Um, but so as far as money, like I said, we got an extremely good deal on the space, um, partly because the Landlord had just bought the building and gutted out a bunch of the storefront spaces and was renting it. And, you know, we thought we could, we could get a good deal out of them since, you know, I had been renting for a while here. Um, so yeah, it, the space is, is five eighty a month. So it's, it's really cheap. Actually, that is no, a good deal. <laughs> it's 600 now. The rent just went up a little bit. So basically that was deal. part of the, that was part of the reason why we took it was because we wanted to, run a space where we could, we didn't have to worry about selling work. We didn't have to worry about writing grants, you know, it's really just going to be an expense that we could tack on to our, you know, for me, I could just tack it onto my studio rent, you know, like that's how I think about Mm -hmm. it as like an extension of, of the studio to a certain degree. And, and that way, like we don't have to, we don't have to cater to, collectors or art advisors yeah, or anything like this other level. and we can really take some risks about about what we show and and you know it not being commodified necessarily i mean we we all the stuff is for sale you know if someone wants to buy it but um we don't really put our energy into that and because of that right we do a 70 30 percent split for the artist so the artist gets the artist sells the work the artist gets 70 percent and we get 30 percent and we came yeah. up with that number because, like I said, we don't put any kind of effort into selling anything. So if, if something does sell, which we've sold a few things in the past, um, we just want the money to go, our money to go to rent, and most of it to go to the artist because it's clearly on their merit that they're they're selling the work. Well, it's nice to have such freedom when you do it that way. You know, it is, it, and then it becomes a purely a labor of love and and a community builder and giving emerging other emerging artists opportunities and that's really what I see all the artist run spaces start with that kind of pure intention like we want to show our friends we want to get the artwork out there we want to build a community around the people that we believe in and that's why I, I think it's like that's where the best art is being shown and in, in in LA, I don't go to any commercial galleries. I'll I'll just tell you that right now. <laughs> it's not. I go to these kinds of spaces because that's where you're going to see the talent and the energy and the and the passion of people making great work and showing it. So I applaud that you were able to find this venue uh, to to do that. Um, oh, I want to back up a tiny bit and just ask maybe something a little obvious. I should have asked right up front, Kiki. Where'd the name come from? 
Oh, well, it um, it used to be called um, Adam's Barbers because it was a barber shop. And mm-hmm. Justin actually had the idea to scrape off, like, re- scrape off the beginning of um, Adam's to become Miss Barbers. We played around <laughs> with a few variations. But, yeah, it was, just, it was already oh, there. Oh, I like that. It's, yeah, it was there, but you tweaked it uh, just to, to make it, it make yeah. it your own. I love it. And so you've been doing – okay, how long have you had the space? Did you say two years already or a year and plus? It's Justin? about a year. Yeah. Or Kiki, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, but, go ahead, yeah, Kiki. it's about a year plus. Um, about so a year plus. Entering your second year. Awesome. Congrats. Happy anniversary. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's hard to keep something running. There's, there's, it is a challenge. Um, you know, there are collectives that I've had on the show that lasted a year and there's ones that are in their 10th year and it just really depends on what the goals are, what the strategies are, you know, and, and, and the ebb and flow of what a lot of things, but it is um, when, when I find one that's been in existence for more than like five years, they're like old timers and it's, it's great. <laughs> and usually, mm-hmm. though, they've taken steps towards more, um, how, you know, like, oh, how do I say, you know, they've, they've, they've decided that the fluid way that you guys are working now, it kind of, because when you build something and it's very successful and then it gets bigger, you've already kind of, sounds like you've already had this experience where you're like, let's do a space. And then all of a sudden you're, you're getting audience you're building members and it's going to keep kind of flowing that way. And then you also have to flow along with it. So I'm curious about, let's say Kiki, what would be your goals for the next year? Um, And yeah, just kind of building from where you are and where do you, can you articulate where you feel that you are with um, your programming and your audience? And again, and then where you'd like to see it in the, in the year. Uh, Well, the, so this is actually a conversation that happened with all of us, which I, I'm really happy about. So our first year, we did a lot of group shows, and we asked for a lot of submissions from, like, other friends to curate stuff. I, I love when artists curate shows, some of their friends, too. Um, so that was our mm-hmm. first year. And then our second year, um, we kind of all kind of t- – and this is can change, but we've talked about giving the space more to uh, an individual artist or to two-person shows so they can have more space to, like – like see what they can do, uh, try different mm-hmm. things. Um, so it's less group, less group show and more of a like, here, here, artists, please like use this to install work that you can't do in your uh, your studio space. Um, see what happens when you take it out into a gallery, um, our gallery space. Uh, it's would you say that's correct, Justin? Like the the future, the future of our Miss Barbers. Yeah, yeah, I think it it kind of goes in line with with uh, the the uh, genesis of it too, of just you know giving giving opportunity to to stuff that we feel like needs to be seen and and yeah, it's it's when we did our first uh, solo show with Jesse Robinson, that was you know a huge success in our eyes just to see someone expand, like Kiki said, like really be able to expand on, on a project or an idea and, and have the space to, to, to show the work rather than just like one or two things in a group show. Can you articulate a little bit more about what that was? Cause I mean, that's the really fun stuff to talk about in here. I mean, something, cause now we're talking about an, an, a specific art project that, you know, that you were proud of. Uh, and, and I, and I love that that's where you're defining your success to see an artist be able to, 
grow and do. So can you be a little more specific about how, what you mean by that with this artist? What well, was with, successful uh, about what he did? Yeah. With Jesse Robinson, um, you know, he, it was through Anton Lieberman who, who put the show together. So he's, um, Anton's been friends with Jesse for a while and they're, they're studio mates. So he's been seeing what Jesse's been working on and, and, you know, in a, in a dialogue for a while and, kind of seeing the stuff and, and kind of wanting to just say to this artist he's really excited about, what would you do with the space, you know, that you didn't have to worry about anything besides the, the time that you put into it. So we're not going to say no to, to anything. So he came mm-hmm. up with this this uh, project where he, he made um, plaster forms that are, are historical, you know, references in them to hold popsicles and the popsicles are these popsicles that you would get from like an ice cream truck. So they're, you know, uh, Tweety Bird or Batman or Powderpuff Girls, and the holders would hold the popsicles and they would melt down the wall. So, oh. you know, this, yeah. So, so this is something that I, I don't necessarily see being in a commercial space as a first solo show for an artist. Um, right. And, right. I got a big, know, big strip down your wall. Now, did, was 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 it paint that was dripping down the wall? Was it ice? Was it liquid? What what was dripping down the wall? It was a popsicle. So the popsicle would just a literal. Po- okay, a literally a popsicle. So it was it was yeah. So it was a popsicle, store bought popsicle with the specially mm-hmm. made thing, and and then it made a color draw. Kind of, it was a color. Yeah, yes, yeah. The popsicle dye was just very bright and very potent, and yeah. Um, uh, and then what did it yeah. land in? The floor. <laughs> really? Oh my gosh! You just, guys. Yeah, yeah. Great. we just let it go. And we you just uh, let it go for the. Yep. Yeah, we just kept loading up popsicles every Saturday that we were open. Um, so it just <laughs> so became who, this. So you had someone. You had a, at least one artist on mop-up duty every every uh, end end of the day. <laughs> nope, nope. The 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 popsicle puddle would just grow over the course of the show. Oh my gosh. Yeah, this is yeah. definitely something for yeah that would only be in a space where you're saying you know go for it, do anything, experiment. That's great. Yeah, the and, end and, must have been uh, the cleanup. <laughs> and the um, the I just remembered that before that we had a a brief solo show of William Kaminsky, and uh, over the you know kind of holiday break where we just told him, look, we have three weeks where none of us are going to be around, but we have this great window do you want to do something in the window? And this was like two weeks before it would open. And he just took it on and, and, and made this whole uh, uh, projection installation kind of piece. And again, it's Mm -hmm. like something where we're just giving the artist full range to just like, here are the keys, you know, go for it. To have that freedom is definitely rare. Uh, As you know, post, post school, (laughs) <laughs> when you're trying to yeah. show and, and who will give you the opportunity and to really play. And that's, that's why the best art is, you know, being shown in spaces like, like you do. So that's, that's wonderful. Um, Kiki, is there anything, is there a project you were especially excited about over the past year that you want to just mention as a success in your eyes? Oh, well, I think Jesse's project is one of my favorites. Definitely. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I honestly love everything we do, so I can't, like, 
I Dustin sees this every time I come to like because I'm not there for every install, but I'll come for the opening and I'm like, this is amazing! I love everything. This is the best thing like, we've ever we, done. And then this is, I, this is so great. Um, there's, <laughs> I think just an aesthetic that we've been like developing with the work that we've been yeah. showing and the artists like that w- wasn't even planned, but it's just really, mm-hmm. um, just really great. It's very like. I don't, Justin describes it has a better term for it, I think, but like it's just, like very playful and silly, but also takes itself very seriously, but not too seriously. Um, and it just keeps on like, I feel like every show has an element of that. It's just like this kind of very like playful art um, that I, I, I haven't been seeing around as much as I'd like to. And I'm really excited that Miss Barbers can kind of like push that. Um, yeah, absolutely. I also see that you have had some performances in in the space. Am I right? Mm-hmm. We had um, we had a performance. We had some sound. One of the curators uh, developed a sound um, performance. There's different sound artists performing in there. It was really, really wonderful and really great. And I think we're going to do some more of that um, in the future. It's definitely open. We're open to um, a lot of stuff. We're not. It's we're hard to press to say no about stuff. Um, especially things that are engaging, uh, so it's it's been pretty great. Yeah. And well, what about a what about a challenge that you've that you've encountered? I'll ask Dustin first. Like, I mean, because we're you know people are listening they, to know about Ms. Barber's, of course, but it's also the reason I do these shows is hopefully there's someone out there thinking, well, I'd like to start a space, but how and you know and and so getting people to articulate how they did it in different scenarios and then also what some of the challenges to look out for are so can is there something you might Dustin want to say that was a challenge that you all were able to overcome or something you know I mean something difficult <laughs> that you worked through like some which turns into a bit of advice um yeah I guess it, it's you know just having I I was a part of a, a space in Philadelphia um, before I went to grad school and after undergrad called the Flux Space and um, it was you know that that space was great it was great energy and it, but it was so hard to get people to come out to the show because of the location and and um, it's mostly the location honestly and and so yeah I think having the pe- having people you trust and and really just being true to like what you feel is like important in the work and, and who you're working with is just huge. I mean, that's not really a, a over to overcome anything, but you know, like when we started with Anton, Kiki and Becky, it was like, we all trusted each other and that just makes it so much easier to, to do a space because then you don't have to worry about anything and, and having the new, the new people come in um, who are Kathy Fairbanks, Connor Fields and Elida Barden, you know, just opening it up to three more artists that that are interesting and that we trust is just it just makes it so much easier and and you can kind of go out on on more limbs that way. So I don't know if that yeah. was a, a, a any kind of issue, but it something I learned from in the past with uh, an artist-run space is you know having a good location, you know. And, and trusting the people you work with is just, and that's all you can really um, control. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. that's a great, no, it's a great, that's a great answer that comes up over and over again. I would, I will tell you with the collectives is that that level of trust and collaboration. So that is a, a, a great one. And what about Kiki? Is there something you want to add to that? 
I think like a, um, those things, but also communication and trying to get uh, be better. That's something I I I've always been trying to be, like feel like clarify everything. Um, I feel like every time I'm I see Dustin at an opening. I was like, okay, let's like quickly like talk about gallery stuff and the next things that are happening. Um, just for everybody's on the same page. I think that's always, it's always helpful to, you know, oh, yeah. keep on talking yeah, because, always. Because and we are, questions. yeah, because we all are, you know, working artists and, and um, it's, it is like a, a balance between um, your own studio practice and this and, you know, to have that kind of open line of communication is is really important and, and is something that we're, you know, constantly figuring out because, you know, if we're just used to, like, being in a studio alone or, like, seeing each other at, like, openings and not having to, like, really discuss things like we would in a partnership like we are. Yeah, sure. Well, that's those are great. Those are great uh, things to look for for sure in uh, in running a space. Well, it sounds like you are just in the throes of doing something really great. I'm really looking forward to coming to visit myself. Obviously, people who are listening can find you at your website, MsBarbers.com. You have openings every what couple of months, and uh, I'm, I'm you've, you've got a new fan in me for sure. And I hope we've made a few more out there in our listeners. So, Kiki and Dustin, thank you so much for joining me on just do it. Hey, thank thank you. you for having us. You're welcome. I'm going to do my outro here for the audience. Just Radio is brought to you by Just Inc. Uh, we are an artist-run company providing information and technology solutions for artists, created by artists, and our mission is to support an artist in every way in their practice and professional practices. Our website is chock full of free information on every subject you could imagine on being an artist and running your own business as an artist, meaning many different things. So and I urge you to go to our website and check out our free stuff. And we also have books and workshops and everything you need to learn how to be a DIY person who diversifies their practice and has a healthy, long-standing career in the arts. So visit us at gyst-ink.org. And please find GIST radio on Facebook and listen in again. I've got quite a good list um, on my archives of spaces all over Los Angeles of artists like Kiki and Dustin who are motivated to do these things. So please take a listen there too. See you next time on Just Do It.